Hello, everyone. This is Lions Den, and welcome to Roar on Your Podcast. Today's podcast, um, there's been a mass shooting yesterday, last night in Atlanta where eight Asian women was shot and killed at a massage parlor by a white supremacist. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to go ahead and take a commercial break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about it and what my reaction is going to be when it comes to situations like this. So sit back, relax, get your popcorn ready and your soda ready because Lions Den will return. Okay, everyone, we're back and welcome back to Roar on Your Podcast. Before we start, make sure you subscribe to this podcast right here on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast devices. You can follow me on Twitter at The Real Lions Den. You can follow me on my Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash The Real Lions Den. You can also follow me on Instagram at www.instagram.com forward slash the underscore real underscore lions underscore den number two. You can add me on Snapchat and lionsden39. You can subscribe my Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash lionsden ADOS. And you can subscribe my YouTube channel at youtube.com. And when you go to the search box, make sure you find Lions Den, aka Trey X. Um, also, you can find me on Station Head. I'm be on Station Head every Saturday at 11 a.m. talking about news and commentary there. And then also, also I'm on Stereo as well. You can check me out there. And if you want to, you know, donate me and, or donate my my channel, you can go ahead and do it in two ways. You can go ahead and um, you know donate my Cash App. Which my cash app name is dollar sign lines in 49 or you can go ahead and paypal me at www.paypal.me forward slash lines 49 thank you and it's greatly appreciative now ladies and gentlemen um the topic you were you about to hear um yes last night we had a, a tragedy that happened in the city of atlanta when a white supremacist came to a massage parlor, shot eight Asian women, killing them. So, and then, you know, he was turned in without incident. So, um, I'm going to read this article. Um, give me one second, y'all, if I can find this article. And, oh, here, here we go. This incident has basically shocked the nation, shocked the entire world. Um... And we have this issue on Clubhouse and shots out the Clubhouse, you know, about, you know, what's going on with the Asian community when it comes to white supremacists or or Asian hate against them when it comes to white supremacy. And I'm going ahead and read this article. And this article comes from the Daily Beast. Um, It says massage parlor massacre suspect said he loved guns and God. Go figure. So let's let, let's read this article. Um, it says a Georgia man who professed a passion for guns and God was in custody on Tuesday night after a string of shootings that police say appeared to target Asian women at massage parlors that left eight people dead. Robert Aaron Long, 21 of Woodstock, Georgia, 
was caught on video at the crime scenes and later nabbed on a highway two hours south of Atlanta following a police chase, authorities said. Police stressed that it was too early to announce a motive, but at least four of those killed were of Korean descent and the horrific attacks come admit a wave of target violence against Asian American community. I'm going to stop you right there. So, according to the Daily Beast, y'all, they're not going to say this is a hate crime. And they're not going to deny or they're going to downplay it as a hate crime. So, you see, what, what we're seeing is that before this attack, we were seeing a lot of strings of Asian American attacks here in the United States within the last few weeks. And this is one of them. Now, you know, when we're talking about, you know, when the Asians are going to blame the black community for attacking them and blah, blah, blah. And we already know the history of black versus Asian violence because this isn't the first it's definitely not the last. And they blaming all black people for or quote unquote the attacks, which really not true because basically we in fact, we basically you know, support their businesses when it comes to the hair salon, when it comes to the nail salon, even at the convenience stores that they own. We always put our dollars to their business. So to say that we want to attack, you know, want to attack them, the Asian community, um, it's pretty ludicrous. And I'm just, I'm just going to be saying like this because I know during the 1992 L.A. riots, we heard a story of a 17-year-old girl. Uh, I couldn't identify her name at the moment, who was sh- shot and killed by a Asian, by a Korean, which is an Asian store owner, over orange juice. So we still have ill feelings with with, with them. But then now, all of a sudden, when when the you know when the white supremacists attacking them. Now they want to, you know, give us sympathies, give them support. And the way the, the situation is very sketchy. And I know a lot of people had feelings to say, well, let's basically, you know, try to you know, try, try, try to feel sympathy for the Asian community because it's a tragedy that happened with them. But then when it comes to what happened with us for 500 years, they didn't come to our rescue. They didn't, I mean... Okay, after the George Floyd thing, y'all, the George Floyd, and the only reason why they come to us during that time was because that we're in a pandemic. You know, basically, we're in a, on a pandemic, we're in a lockdown away, and, and then we see it live, live on, on television, you know, or, or in, on, on, on social media. So we didn't have a choice what to see everything or what happened with George Floyd. And in, and protests happened across not only across the world, including mostly Asian countries. So, so the thing of it is with this situation that now everybody wants to, you know, feel sympathy to the Asian community because of this incident. And to me, this is kind of it's kind of complicated. So let's fit, let's um, basically continue this article. It says a trickle of details about the suspect who went by his middle name offer a few clues. Pizza, guns, drums, music, family, and God. This pretty much sums up my life. It's a pretty good life 
and read, read the tagline on Instagram account that appeared to be to, appeared to belong to Long. A student who graduated from um, Sequoia High with Long in 2017, who spoke on the condition of a, 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 excuse, I'm sorry, an autonomy, told the Daily Beast he was very innocent, seeming, and wouldn't even cuss. He was sort of nerdy and didn't seem violent from what I remember. He was a hunter and his father was a youth minister or pastor. He was he was big into religion. Um I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm gonna respond to that in a second while I finish this article. Um so let me continue. It says the rampage began at Young Asian Massage in Ackworth in, Ch- in Cherokee County, where two people were killed. One other succumbed to their injuries en route to a nearby hospital, and one died while in treatment, according to the sheriff's office. The victim were two Asian women, a white woman, and a white man. So, y'all, I'm going to stop you right there again. You know, we picture ourselves saying it's eight Asian women, right? We picture ourselves eight people. They did not even say the race. So, but then according to the Daily Beast, it says two Asian women, a white woman, and a white man. So that's eight people total, right? So everybody thought it was all Asian at first. The media thing was eight people. They did not even, if you know what, the, and this is what's so sketchy about this story. So you got, now, now a lot of people are going to talk about this happening in the Asian community in the massage parlor, but... Well, you have, everybody thought that the eight people total were Asian, were Korean descent. That's what, that's what we've been hearing, that they're Korean descent. But according to the Daily Bees, it said only two Asian women were, I mean, the, the victims were two Asian women, a white woman and a white man. But they did not say that on any social media at all. Excuse me. Not even on Clubhouse like I was on. And everybody thought it was all Asian. Everybody. People thought, oh, we had to feel the Asian community. But according to the Daily Beast, this wasn't, that wasn't true. Because you got two Asian women, you know, that were victims, a white woman, and a white man. So that's eight total. But then they say it was all eight were Asian. Let's continue this article. It says a Hispanic man was also injured in the shooting and was rushed into a hospital for a medical treatment, a spokesperson for the sheriff said. About an hour later and 30 miles away, two spas on the same Atlanta street, Gold Spa and one in Aromatherapy Spa was targeted by gunfire and four Asians were killed. So, so y'all, Here's the thing, and this is this is why I said that when you know um, a lot. I mean, again, shouts out to the Daily Beast. You know, everybody thought when this incident happened in Atlanta last night, everybody thought it was all Asian. They said, "Oh, we're talking to the Asian community, blah 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 blah." But according to the Daily Beast, it said only. I mean, they got it, it happened in a couple of massage parlors, not just one, couple of them, and of course. You got four more Asian women were killed. And then before the an, another a massage parlor attack, there's two Asian women along with a, a white man and a white woman. So 
it, it, so he basically targeting more than one massage parlors. Let's put it like that in Atlanta. So there's more than more massage parlors that he was targeted. Um, let's continue with this article. It says officers just I mean, officers had just arrived at one of the spas to find the victims when they were summoned to the second. While at the first location, we received another call across the street of shots fired and respond and responded to find another individual shot at a location. Atlanta Police Chief Riding M. Bryant told reporters. So y'all, and I'm gonna stop you right there again. So y'all remember he looks to me he is targeting more than one massage massage parlor. He looks to me, according to the Daily Beast, he's targeting three massage parlors. Not just one, but the media think is only one massage parlor. Mainstream media think was only one, but according to the Daily Beast, it's, it's just it's three. So basically, they they targeting three massage parlors. You know, um, you got two Asian women, one white woman, and one um, a one white man who was was a victim of one of the massage parlors, and a Hispanic man who was injured in the shooting. Then you have another massage parlor when four Asian women were murdered. Were, were killed, so they really didn't really give us the details. The mainstream media really didn't give us no details of whether it's one massage parlor. Because I thought at first I thought it was only one massage parlor, but according to the Daily Beast, no, it's three. They talk. Tar- he's targeting three massage parlors in this in in, in the story. So, but then the mainstream media didn't talk about the three massage parlors. They only talk about one. So let's continue with this. They said while no details. About the act where victims were given. Bryant said that it appears that all the Atlanta victims are female and, and it appears that they may be Asian. So, yeah, because a lot of people were like, oh, it, it was like, oh, all are Asian women. We, we felt sympathy, blah, 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 blah. But then they did not give us the exact details. I'm talking about the, the Atlanta police and the local Atlanta media. They all think it was one massage parlor and eight victims were Asians, Asian women. And so we all thought about that. And then and then and then it um, turns out that it was that wasn't the case. So let's continue with this article. It says two men who lived just across the, from Gold's massage parlor who refused to give their names said their neighbors started asking them about the incident around 6.15 p.m. Eastern, which is Atlanta. It was Atlanta time. They said the area was very diverse, but that spa was known to be an Asian owned business. This is the worst shooting since 99. I think one of the men told the Daily Beast there was a shooting then where a guy went through his office office and, it, and killed a bunch of people and he killed his family. That was 12 people, I think. So this is the worst one since I've been here. Bryant has declined to say whether police believe the shooting in Georgia Tuesday amounted to be a hate crime, saying we can't make that determination just yet. I'm going to stop you right there again. So I'm going to be honest with you. Now, it would have been a different story, hypothetically, if this is what a black man, armed to the T, decided to go to an Asian massage parlor. And then start shooting, blasting at everybody. This will be a different conversation, right? It would have been saying, well, you see, the black people attacking Asian communities. They would be a hate crime. 
But ladies and gentlemen, you don't, and see, this is why I say that they, they don't want to talk about, well, this is a hate crime because the white supremacists were, were targeting Asian, Asian owner shops. And I'm telling you straight up, we, uh, again, like I said earlier on this, on this podcast, and we've been having issues with the um, black, black community, the black community been having issues with the Asian community for a lot of years. Because remember, there's been, you know, violence from Asians against, you know, black women in their beauty, um, uh, beauty parlor, right? There've been violence, uh, for, for black women for years when it comes to their nails, you know, their, um, their nail shops and stuff. And, and then, and then, but then nobody in different communities, not even the Asian communities themselves condemned them for that. They didn't say a word about that. All of a sudden now, we have this incident in Atlanta last night when dozens of people were killed because of this white supremacist. And now all of a sudden, the the, the police, Atlanta police chief and everybody going to say, well, we don't, we don't want to determine if it's a hate crime or not. Um, Sheriff, I mean, our, um, chief, we all due respect. If, if this, if this guy were black and the black were targeting the Asian community, would this be a different conversation? Would this be a hate crime if a black person started killing a couple of Asian uh, people in their in their in their um shops? And y'all probably would say say such said anything different. Y'all probably would say yeah. But with this situation, it is it, this is phenomenal. How you know this situation, this conversation has changed the narrative. That, you know, they found out now in the oldest anti-Asian violence has happened in the last few weeks. Now, all of a sudden that they now they're going to say, well, we all determine if this is a hate crime. But yet this is where this guy were black. Y'all feel differently. We will have a different conversation. It will be all plastic in the mainstream media. And y'all, I'm surprised. I'm very surprised that. You know, they plastered this suspect who was, who was white. Because uh, normally in the mainstream media, they, they, when it comes to suspects, especially if it's a white suspect, they're not going to plaster his face on the media. They're not going to do that. But in this case, they did. And now the question is, what are they going to do with their own? And obviously all the, in the past with the media, they try to downplay in this. They try to say, well, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to, no, we're not going to talk about this, blah, 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 blah. But yet, if this, if this guy were black, it would be, it would be a hate crime charge. It would be all of that stuff being charged against him if he were black. Let's keep it real. So y'all, let's continue with this. Um, it says Cherokee County Sheriff's Captain Jay Baker told reporters, "Nothing is going to be ruled out. Wherever the investigation lead us, that's where we are going to go." Atlanta police said. Video surveillance of Long's car at all three massage parlors captured Tuesday night made it extremely likely he was the main suspect in all three shootings. Baker said that Long was arrested by Crip County um, by Crips County Sheriff's officers who performed a, a PIT maneuver or a pursuit intervention technique in which police forced another car to plow sideways and stop. Long's family did not respond to calls from comment. 
His youth pastor at the Crabtree First Baptist Church confirmed he was a suspect and said elders will be releasing a statement. A 2018 video on Crab Apple Facebook page featured Long discussing his Christian journey towards baptism. As many of you remember, when I was eight years old, I thought I was becoming a Christian and got baptized during that time. And I remember a lot of reasons for that is a lot of my friends in my Sunday school class were doing that long set in the clip. And after that time, there wasn't any fruit from the root that is our salvation. He goes on to say that when he was in seventh grade, he attended a youth group and a speaker was discussing a biblical story of the uh, prodigal son. The son goes off and, squ and squanders all that he has and lives completely for himself. And then when he finds he wanted to eat pig food, he realized there's something wrong and he goes back to his father and his father runs back to him and embraces him. And by the grace of God, I was able to draw the connection there and realize this is a story between what happened with me and God. I ran away living completely for myself and he still wants me. And so that's when I, I was saved. The FBI joined the investigation late Tuesday and President Biden was also brief on the massacres. Secretary of State Anthony um, Blinken, who is a South Korean mentioned the killings before a meeting with officials said, we are horrified by this violence, which has no place in America or anywhere, he said, according to the Associated Press. President Joe Biden recently condemned the surge in, in crimes of hate, when, which have included a, a brazen deadly assault of an 84-year-old from Thailand who was killed on a morning stroll in the San Francisco Bay Area. The Congressional Asian Pacific American Caucus said it was horrified by news of the shooting at a time when we're already seeing a spike in anti-Asian violence. The, the legal advocacy nonprofit Asian Americans Advancing Justice Atlanta released a statement saying the group was shaken by the shootings. Now is the time to hold vic the victims and their families in our hearts and with the lights. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the Daily Beast article. So really, y'all, what we're seeing within the last few weeks of anti-Asian violence in the Asian community. And, and we've been told that eight Asian women were killed in a massage parlor. We did not, we didn't, they did not give us specifics on uh, how many people. And it's been, according to the Daily Beast, y'all, according to the Daily Beast, it's two Asian women, one white woman, and one white man, and a Hispanic man was wounded in the shooting. Then he went to another massage parlor. So really he's targeting three massage parlors, not one, but three. And then they killed an additional two, uh, I think two additional Asian women at another massage parlor. But y'all, and, and this is the biggest question I want to ask everyone, you know, that listening to my podcast, because, you know, it's the situation between the blacks and the Asian communities. You know, should we do a kubaya? Should we feel sympathy? Should we hold hands with the Asian community? Because that happens to them. And and this is way before the George Floyd situation. So I'm just going to keep it brief. This is way before the George Floyd situation. 
Where were the Asian community when Trayvon Martin was murdered? Where were the Asian community when, you know, when uh, Eric Gardner was murdered by police? Where were the Asian community when Laquan McDonald was gunned down by Chicago police? Where were the Asian community when Tamir Rice was killed and within two seconds by Cleveland police? Where were the Asian community when Sandra Bland was murdered while she was in custody? Where were they when Elton Sterling was killed by by um, Baton Rouge police? Where were the, where were the Asian community in Minnesota when Fernando Castillo was gunned down by you know police up there? And I know what, I know a lot of people are going to ask. Well, Lions, what's what's the relevancy of this? What is your point? The point is, is that you know after the George Floyd situation, and the only reason why the Asian community is reaching up, reaching to us now is because of the George Floyd situation. But before the George Floyd even even happened, before even the pandemic of COVID nineteen happened to this country, you see a lot of police involved shootings. Or racial violence in the black community, and no other communities even reach out. None. It's like even the Asians didn't even reach out. And, 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 and like I said, I'm not gonna, you know, fault at them in this time because this this is basically it was a tragedy that happened last night. But you have to understand why the black community feels some type of way because all the years. All the years that we've been lynched, all the years that we've been killed by police, all the years that we've been killed by some of them, I'm talking about the Asian community, by Asian shop owners or attacked by Asian shop owners. Where were the, where were the Asian community condemning that? There is none, right? So, the, so I look back at this and now all of a sudden you see a white supremacist targeting three massage parlors in Atlanta last night. They didn't say that we all thought it was one. And we all thought when a victim that were killed, we all thought it was Asian at first, Asian women. But it turns out, and I, like I said, shouts out to the Daily Beast for this article, the clarification of what really happened. So you got two Asian women, a white man and a white woman were victims in one of the massage parlor attacks. And a Hispanic man was just wounded, and I think he will recover his injuries with that. And then you go to another massage parlor. He's open fire, killing two additional Asian women. So my point is this. We in the black community, some of us are not all, excuse me, not all, sorry. Some of us will... You know, showing forgiveness and basically, you know, we will, we, will, we will do the kumbaya with the Asian community. But some black people say, oh, hell no. Y'all wasn't there when we have our tragedies. Y'all wasn't there when, um, when Trayvon Martin was killed, when Jordan Davis was killed. Y'all wasn't there when uh, Eric Gardner, we witnessed Eric Gardner choked to death by NYPD. We, we, y'all wasn't there when 
you know, um, Tamir Rice killed within two seconds in, by the Cleveland police. Two seconds. And by the way, that the officer was trying to get reinstated by Cleveland police. And I'm glad the judge said, hell no with that. We, 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 we're not going to, uh, that's laughable. We're not going to br- bring you back to, um, bring, get your job back. But well, that's a different story with a, on another time. You got, you know, Laquan McDonald was shot multiple times by Chicago police just by walking away. You got Elton Sterling on video, you know, by Baton Rouge, two Baton Rouge police officers attacking, um, uh, uh, basically attacking Elton Sterling and to put two bullets in him, killing him. You got Fernando Castillo in Minnesota. Told the officer, he and guess what? He was he was he, he was um he was registered for a gun, right? The gun was registered. He was a gun owner. He even told the officer, I, I have a gun in the um the glove compartment. I will give you my ID, just letting you know. And the officer killed him anyway. You got stories after stories after stories. Of black people in this country being murdered, being lynched. And where were the Asian community then? And then, then all of a sudden, when, when, when stuff happened with them, with the anti-Asian violence, all, now all of a sudden, they want to come and want to feel sympathy. I mean, want us to support them, feel sympathy, sympathy for them. You know, this is why a lot of people in the black community, some of them, not all, but some of them feel like, Wait a minute, why would we help y'all feel sympathy with y'all? Y'all didn't even do do this to us in the past. So, at the end of the day, you have to think about this. You got to think about why some people in the black community feel some some type of way that, yet, and and they didn't forget about the violence against them by Asian shop owners, how they attack black women, when they get their nails done, they didn't forget about that. They're not, they're not gonna forget that. Well, and then, then they're not gonna forget what happened in the LA riots. You know, before the LA riots happened, when a when a seventeen year old girl, black girl, was shot by an Asian shop owner over orange juice. We a lot of black people are not gonna forget stuff like that. So you know what happened in Atlanta last night was a tragedy. I get that. I feel that it was a tragedy on its own. That, I mean, you know, the thing of it is, I mean, he, he should, you know, if he, if they get justice, he should, you know, be convicted by a full extent of the law. But at the same time, you have to understand why some black people feel some type of way. Because he felt like, well, wait a minute, if we do a kumbaya, if we're going to fight white supremacy because of what happened to y'all, but y'all never even come to us when all the other tragedies before the George Floyd thing now. You know, before the George Floyd, before the Breonna Taylor, before the Ahmed Aubrey, where were y'all when when all the other tragedies happened? And that's the, and that is my point. Y'all, we always want to come to them, but they never come to us when it comes to our tragedies. So, with that being said, y'all, and I'm going to end this podcast with this: my thoughts and prayers goes to the victims in this tragedy. What happened in Atlanta, right? I'm going to let you know, I mean, my thoughts and prayers go with the families that lost a loved one there because that is a tragedy and then this shouldn't have happened and it shouldn't happen with three different massage parlors. That shouldn't happen at all. 
But at the same time that we as the black community felt that, you know, if we how are we going to do a kumbaya with y'all, but y'all never had a kumbaya with us. When our tragedies happen, when we lost, I mean, we've been we've been going through this for five hundred years, but yet, but yet, y'all happen happening, y'all with all the anti Asian violence that happened in the past couple of weeks. We've been through, we've been doing this for five past five hundred years, and they we have never get our rescue. So, y'all, all I can say is this: that you know, we need to be focused on what's really going on here, and. Just let us know that, yeah, we felt sympathy with the Asian community, but at the same time, they need to realize that we felt some type of way because y'all never come to our rescue. Y'all never come to our support. And that's way before the George Floyd situation. So, again, my thoughts and prayers go to the families, but you have to understand we in the black community will have to feel some, have to feel what we feel because of y'all didn't come to our rescue. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Be sure to listen to this right here on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast devices. And I will talk to you in my next podcast. It's Lions Den signing off. Deuces.